Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Stay-at-home parents. Now, the Irish Independent columnist Lorraine Courtney says it would be better to reform Article 41.2 than take it out of the Constitution completely. Now, to remind you, by the way, there is a possible referendum on the way in about a year or a year and a half, maybe when they get their you-know-what together. Now, Article 41.2. Let's read it out for you so you have a little bit of an understanding of it. Article 41.2. So, Section 1 says, In particular, the state recognises that by her life, her, her, woman, life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. Part 2 of Article 41.2 says the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. That was put into the Constitution because at the time, women primarily stayed at home. And they still do. It is still primarily women that stay at home. And it meant that you didn't have to go to work. Now, essentially, every woman in Ireland who is staying at home and not able or can't afford to stay at home or maybe has to go back to work after the baby's born could sue the state and probably should because the constitution ensures that you don't have to go back to work for financial reasons. All right. So you could essentially sue the state because they're in breach of the constitution, but it's an old part of the constitution that they want removed. Now it would suit the government to remove this. And I know a lot of feminists out there going, yeah, remove it. It's making the woman stay at home. It's not. It's protecting you. You are Anybody who believes, or any woman who believes it's a good idea to remove this in the Constitution is bonkers because it still gives a level of protection to women if they do want to stay at home. So why would you want to remove it? It's only of benefit. Maybe if you want to change it to make it genderless, that might not be such a bad idea. And that's what Lorraine Courtney is talking about. Back in 2018, it was announced a referendum proposal to delete the article would not proceed following a decision by the Oireachtas Justice Committee. She said, I'm actually quite surprised it's something so many people want to get rid of as uh, if this is the reason for gender inequality in Ireland. Well, I think it, it isn't at all. I actually think the article would have been very progressive if it actually meant something. But the only problem with it is, is that it's actually completely meaningless, she says. We have tens of thousands of Irish women working in the home uh, every single day, completely for free, offering free childcare, and particularly the family carers as well, uh, that do so much work completely for free and aren't being fairly rewarded for that. So the point she's essentially making is, that stay-at-home parents provide a very important service to the country, and they do, be you male or female, the majority would be female, I think it's 85%, and should not, not be frowned upon. According to research by Sullis going back a few years ago with the Employment Agency for the State, they said the majority of women who had gone back to work after having a baby would have stayed at home, would have preferred to stay at home if they could afford to do so. So let's be clear, it's a choice to stay at home if you can afford it. Stay-at-home parents are cooks, cleaners, childcare experts, educators, taxi drivers, as well as many other things, and many years ago, even Bertie Ahern suggested they get an income and literally be paid a salary to stay at home as it would save the state money in the long term. Although other people will argue, hold on for a second, having children is a personal choice. And if you can't afford them, you shouldn't have them. And the taxpayer shouldn't be the one to basically subsidise your kids. Now, well, we do that anyway with child benefit, don't we? But either way, so I want to just throw it out there. Bertie Ahern did suggest it a few years ago. And... Should stay-at-home parents, primarily women, should they be paid to stay at home? Now, when I say paid, I'm not saying like a massive salary, but let, 
we'll just, for the de- purpose of the debate today, this is not official from the state, so I don't want anybody writing articles about it saying, oh, Noel Boylan said it's 400 euro. We'll just let's say 400 euro. That's a reasonable amount of money for doing nothing, isn't it? Well, when I say doing nothing, that's, that's going to give me trouble. It's a reasonable amount of money for staying at home, isn't it? And looking after your kids. So let's say 400 euro. If the state paid 400 euro, more people and more women primarily would stay at home. And that would free up more jobs for other people. So there, we, get, we do get the money back. It would also free up childcare. So we do get the money back. We, get, we do get the money. I mean, it's not just 400 euro going into a bottomless pit. We get it back again in other ways. So it benefits society. So I want to ask you, should stay-at-home parents be paid a wage to stay at home? Be subsidised to stay at home if they so choose to do so. Now, I might ask, I'm not saying force them like they did back in the 1970s when, when a woman had a baby in the civil service, she had to stay at home. I'm not saying that. But should they stay at home if, if they're being paid? Should they, you know, if they want to stay at home, should they get paid to do it? Now, as I said, two arguments. One is it's beneficial to society. Other is, why should I pay for somebody else's kids out of my tax money? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Should stay-at-home parents be paid to stay at home? Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Niall. It's an interesting one, isn't it, Sharon? Because we would save money in the long term, but it would cost money in the short term. It is an interesting one because there's a couple of points. As you said, why should people who don't have children pay for others to stay at home? On the other hand, it might be for the better, it would be for the betterment of society as, you know, one mm. parent at home is, is great for a child. Absolutely. All a child Absolutely. wants is love, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. and when they're at that difficult age, there'd be one parent at home with them. And I, I you would put you could put an age limit of say seven years of age on it. You know the the formative years of a child's life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. It also kind of maybe ties into the minimum wage idea that that people should get maybe a minimum mm. minimum wage. Yeah, and then they want to you know work extra after that to have a higher standard of living. Well, that's kind of like a universal social income, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but they, well, they do have a universal social income uh, in the United Kingdom, whereby you get a certain amount from the state, and then once you start to work, that that amount reduces as the more you earn. If you know what I mean, it's called a universal social income. Yeah, um, it's similar to our social welfare system, but different. They've changed their whole social welfare system. Our social welfare system is stuck in the nineteen eighties somewhere. Oh, it needs to be overhauled. For oh, sure. it's a disaster. It's a disaster. The, the, the English, the British system is a much better system now. Uh, the uni- what they call universal social income. Um, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And also, um, I, it probably should be gender neutral because there may be a higher earner who is better off going out to work and then the lower earner staying at home. So as regards Absolutely. what the Constitution, it should probably be, you know, gender neutral either. I, I would agree but but for those people who are saying we should remove those articles from the constitution I think they'd be mad because I think that does give any parent be it male or female and you're right they should change it make it genderless um, any parent it should it gives them I suppose the opp- opportunity to stay at home and raise their children. Absolutely agree with that Niall, yeah. Okay so let me give you the counter argument. The counter argument is Johnny is listening out there at the moment and Mary and they're, they don't have children and they're saying, Jesus Christ, Sharon, why should my taxpayer's money go to pay for your choices in life? You're the one who decided to have children. If you couldn't afford them, you shouldn't have them. You see, I, I do agree with that. It's it's a difficult one because I don't. I think when you I, when I decided to have a family, I chose what I could afford, mm-hmm. and 
I wanted to give, you know, whatever I chose family to have the best in life. And I never expected the state to look after them. And I, think, and I think most logical people do that. I did exactly the same thing. I, I remember waiting three years after I got married to have a child because I wanted to make sure we had furniture and other things available in the house and all those things. But there are people out there who just pop children out like there's no tomorrow and expect everybody else to pay for it. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, should, yeah. the, should the... Like, is Johnny and Mary listening right and saying, well, why should I give you, Sharon, 400 quid to stay at home and look after your four-year-old? It's your four-year-old. You stay at home and look after and pay for it yourself. There needs to be more talk and debate about it because I can see that person's point totally that mm-hmm. doesn't have children. Um, but, you know, we're, we're supposed to be an all-one society, so we do need to find new options mm-hmm. to make society a better place. Children grow up secure, yeah. supervised. Yeah. And do you, th- do you think a child fares off better when one of the parents stays at home to look after it. Oh, definitely. Rather than being in, say, childcare, for example, or you're a creche or whatever it is, you know. It, it all depends on the parenting, I suppose. But in mm. most cases, in most cases, yes. Mm. Because you can give undivided attention to your, ch- your child, whereas you're sharing it in a creche situation. Yeah, so they, they benefit from having that parent there. Yeah, that's, that's why my own choice was to work full time until I had my child then I went part time and I had her grandparents and family look after her for mm. the three days but I couldn't have imagined trying to work all week I think you know yeah. the, the child parent relationship is so special and the parent can teach them so much and it's so important to keep them off social media and all of that. Well, we are going to be talking about that a bit later on. That's become a huge problem for parents. Stay with me for a second, Sharon. Just some of your audio, by the way, coming in on WhatsApp. You can send an audio message at 087 if you want to, by the way. It's an idea. But, Niall, to be a stay-at-home parent, yes, if you want to be, all you have to do is just not get married. <laughs> As you see, a lot of people, I unfortunately passed two girls today that were in school with my daughter. They left school. Their aim was to, to to have a baby and have lattes during the day together that they can <laughs> always be together. Uh, where do you... Like, they're 17. Where do you go with that? Mm-hmm. So they are sitting at home, waiting on the house to come through from the social for a benefit bunnies, let's call them. That's exactly what they are. Benefit bunnies. They're sitting at home. They're mm-hmm. getting the loan parents and whatever other payment they're getting. So why why would you do you know what I mean? You just people stop getting married. They can just sit at home for nothing. You know? Yeah. No, I don't think anyone should be paid to stay at home to have uh, to have children. I mean, if you want to have children, if you have to work, you have to work. But I think parents that are struggling that are out working um, with childcare should be helped a lot with childcare. Definitely to do with tax and stuff, even for a couple of years. For the first say two or well, I think maternity leave should actually be extended because. Most maternity places now, you only you get six months. Some places will give you an extension anyway. Some places won't. Where can you put a baby at six months? Because 99% of crashes don't take babies anymore. You're stuck. So maternity leave to me should be extended. They should get two years. Then you have about six months to worry about someone to look after the child. And then they get their ECCE place, their free ECI scheme. Mm-hmm. And then you're only paying kind of for a half day in childcare. So. Hey, well, I have to say that's very well. Well, might you... <laughs> I know a lot of people might object to your wording, benefit bunnies. Uh, but in saying that, she's got a point. 
And the point she's making clearly is, is if you're married, unfortunately, it's a disadvantage because you can get more if you don't have a wedding ring and a piece of paper. Uh, and that's unfortunate. But as I said to Sharon earlier on, if you if we change the system to the universal social income, it means it would be the same for everybody. It doesn't matter whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're male, whether you're female. It's universal social income. And I think that would be probably the best way forward. And many com- countries have already adopted that situation. And it's similar to, you know, the family income supplement. So in other words, they the state decides how much an individual needs to live on. And they give you that amount of money. If you're a couple with two children, they give you that amount of money. And if you earn over that amount of money, well, then that amount of money they give you starts to reduce the more you earn. Do you understand? So it's a fair, it's a kind of fairer system in that respect. Uh, just some of your messages, by the way, coming in. I'll just play one more just before I go to Jay. Noel, how are you doing? Make a taxi, man. Noel, um, if you have a stay-at-home mother, uh, or a stay-at-home father, but if you have a mother staying at home and the father's out walking, uh, rather than pay her, why not give him more tax credits so that you can actually take home more pay. Um, and that would probably benefit them more than actually uh, giving her a wage, maybe. I don't know. Might be better. Yeah, but again, what that's doing is it's isolating that benefit to married people. And not only that, that's a bit unfair, isn't it, on the woman who's staying at home. Do you don't get what I mean? And I know people would say that to you. But yeah, not a bad idea. Let me go to Jay as well. Jay, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jay? Afternoon, man. Now, Jay, listen to what Sharon has to say. You know, I, I, Sharon agrees at both points. She understands that, you know, why should you pay for somebody else's kids? But it would make society a better place if people did get paid to stay at home. Why are, why are we going to pay them to have their kids? Do we not pay them enough? I mean, in, I like what, in what word. respect? I, I really enjoy that. I, know, I really like that word. You said, benefit bunny. Benefit bunny. Because that's exactly what it is. They're hopping from bed to bed, having kid for kid for kid. Who is? Who down, is? Who? Nah, who? Come on. You know who. No, no, hang on. Now. Okay, there are people doing that, Jay, but in the big scheme of things, it's a small amount of people. That does not, Noel, Jesus. I think you head out with the clouds, really, and just take a drive around the Thursday. Take a drive around any walking class area on Thursday and go to the post office, right? And have a look. And then just, just follow one or two, and you'll see. I know them in my honesty. Okay, these two and three kids, two and three different people, and they're not looking after them. The, 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 the fellas living with them, the fellas are out walking, they're claiming everything, and they, we, they want us to pay them more to stay at home. Well, they don't personally, I'm just suggesting it no, because it was no, suggested I'm today. Sorry, no, yeah. no, you have kids, you look after them. When you give up work, you just have to look after your kids. Don't be parking your kids off in bloody crashes all day. I mean, you're strangers raising your children. No wonder the bloody world in the state it is. There's no empathy anymore in the world, Noel. And I told you this years ago. The more, pe- the more you throw kids into crashes and into these places, and they've no interaction with their parents from six in the morning to six in the evening, they grow up with no empathy. Yeah, but then, well, they, they well, then you're contradicting yourself because then if we, if the parents did stay at home with the kid or a parent, not both parents, a obviously, parent, a parent stayed yeah. at home with the kid. Yeah, yeah but but, but, but hang on, but it's not always affordable. A lot of parents can't afford to do that because they have yeah. to go pay a bloody mortgage. Yeah, okay, well then, destructive lives that they don't. I mean, how could we were able to do it in the 70s, 80s and 90s? My father was able to do it on one wage in the 80s. Buy a house, walk damn hard, and my mother stayed at home and read the six months. So cut back, yeah, you're saying. Cut back. Come here. Let's stop living like we're all bloody millionaires, because we're not. What people are driving around these fancy cars, they're putting 10 euros worth of diesel in it. Do you have a £200,000 car because the neighbour has one? But jeez, they're eating cornflakes for their breakfast, dinner and tea. People <laughs> are trying to live. People are trying to live like what they see on their Instagrams, their TikToks, and this bloody bad social media world, right? They're all trying to live like them. They're not. You, you know what I mean? They're not. They never will. Why should I walk harder to give somebody more money to stay at home? 
I work hard to give my partner as much as I can so she can wear her kids so strangers ain't wearing them. Guess what? When my child falls and cuts her knee or cuts his knee, they call for mammy. Mammy picks them up, gives them and makes sure they're all right. You're not going to get that off a stranger in a crash. When a crash worker has 20 other kids to look after, they're not going to come over and spend a day telling your child how great they are and how much you love them. The way we do when our kids are upset. Right. No, 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 I, I do understand that. Latch kids, or latch kids, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no way to react. Okay, okay, but Sharon, well, 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 hang on a second. Sharon, did you take on board what Jay is saying? Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with him. Um, I totally agree with Jay because there are people living lifestyles, that, and there are way above their means. Yes. Well, yeah, there are single. There are not. There are both families and two parents and single parents doing it. Mm. You know, paying ridiculous. I heard the other day someone paid eight hundred euro for a communion dress. No, so I, I, I one fell on the other day. It was two, it was two thousand, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, I know they'd be the very ones down with the relief. Sorry for cutting across your arm. They'd be the very ones down with the relief officer begging for more money. They can't pay their ESB bill. You see all these people, oh, we can't pay yeah. our heat and all that. Get rid of the big car in the driveway that you're putting a tenner's worth of petrol in because you can't afford to fill it and drive it. It looks nice sitting in your driveway, but I'm sure your kids are out of the money. Mm-hmm. See, people are living well beyond their means. Well beyond their means. They want to live like these superstars that they're not, okay? And it's the kids that are bloody suffering. You know, you, you, know, you just see them. You just, you just, it annoys you. Really well, I mean, I, I know, you are comparing now with, say, 40 years ago or 30 years ago when we were kids, right? And it was a different world. We have a lot more bills now. And, and mind you, those bills are purely for entertainment. Well, well, we have internet. Yeah. We have, you know, Netflix. We have Sky Television. We have yeah. uh, waste that has to be collected. We have to pay for our bins now. I'll we have property taxes. We have a yeah. lot more bills now than we had back in the 1970s. Yeah. And who have we let do that to us? Oh, the well, well, no, yeah. no, no, a lot of it's by no, choice. You no don't need service. Netflix. We're, we're, getting better, we're getting no better services for the money. I mean, we're paying more taxes for less services now. Have you noticed that? Well, probably, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not probably. We are. Years ago, when my father paid his tax, our bins were picked up. We turned on the tap and let them off. came over. And I suppose the other thing as well is people nowadays go, well, I suppose for the last two years, we haven't done very much in their relation to holidays, but people go on holidays. I've know. been on a holiday in Ireland 12 years. Boy, because I can't afford it. We're saving the guys, the family there. They, well, don't get me wrong. I mean, foreign holidays. You know where I'm jumping on planes, going to all over. Being around Ireland, all, great yeah. place we live in. Yeah. Drive over to England, great place we live in. Yeah. But people are living beyond their means. I mean, I could easily throw my three kids into a crash now. Say, like, there you go, Mrs. You go to walk there now as well as us. And we'll see our kids from 7 o'clock in the evening until they go to bed at 8 o'clock. And then we'll just give them off the sum. And then we'll bitch them out about the price of child minor. Mind your own kids. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I get given out about, for comparing, you know, 2022 to 1972 on numerous occasions I've been given out to saying, oh, well, look, it was a different world. And look, you know, if I had my way, I'll be honest with you, I think the best time in my life was from the mid-1970s to the 1990s, the early 1990s. I'll tell you why, why. And we had no worries. I'll tell you why, because when you went home from school, your mother was there, your father... Well, yeah, and that was part of it. No, 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 I, I even mean when I was a young man... You know what I mean? You when I was in my twenties, I'm working. And you sat down as a family, you know, didn't you? And had your dinner. Yeah, and you yeah. And you uh, said, uh. Nowadays, no, no. Nowadays, look at any family; they're all in the phones. Well, we are going to be talking about that in the second half of the show. Yes. We're paying a fortune for fast food in shops to feed the kids sometimes as well, and not making yeah. proper dinners. Yeah. Give them a fiver for the lunch so they can go into a central spa and get a roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, look, I've got to take a break. A lot of logical things being said there. The number is 087 Got slightly off the topic, but the topic is, should we pay parents to stay at home? Now, somebody said to me, what was that research you were talking about now? Solace, who were right next. 
to us. They used to be called Manpower and Anko and whatever. What were they called years ago? Other names. They're called Solas now. Uh, S-O-L-A-S. Uh, the right next door to us here in the building, actually. And they did research going back about four years ago where they asked parents who had got, mothers primarily, who had gone back to work, uh, were they happy in the workplace or would they prefer to be home with their children? Uh, and they said they'd prefer to be at home. The majority said they'd prefer to be at home, but they just couldn't afford to. So if they, they said basically if they could get the same money, they'd stay at home and raise the children. I'm asking you, should we pay parents? Primarily it is women. And it, this is not, by the way, a sexist thing. It is primarily women who choose to stay at home. You know what I mean? And I, I just think there's a lot of human nature in that too, by the way. So would or should we pay parents or a parent to stay at home? A lot of good points being made today. Uh, I'm, I've put a figure on it. I, and Bertie Hearn suggested years ago that we should pay them. I don't think he put a figure on it at the time, but I put a figure of 400 quid in it. So should we pay them 400 euro to stay at home? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Okay. Hi, Niall. Bernard and Galway. Um, yeah, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, I suppose you have to weigh up what's better for the child and what's better for society. Um, if it's beneficial to society, financially... I can understand that. But then, on the other hand, you'll have situations where, like anything else, it can be exploited. And then you'll have the the PC groups. You know, if you went in and took it on a case-by-case basis to decide, then if you reject someone for obviously being a, should we say, a benefit bunny, as they call them, then you'll have all these uh, bleeding hearts up in their arms. Uh, it's a difficult one. It's but the discussion needs to be had and a, and a proper discussion the way the pros and cons of both sides because I can see the benefits to society and to the child and to the mother of the child by staying at home and yet it can be exploited so um, more debate like this need needs to be needs to be done and hopefully keep the bleeding heart groups out of it who will uh, just start shouting and roaring about discrimination and and so on and so forth. Thanks, Niall. Love the show. All right, yeah, I think that makes an awful lot of sense. Let's just throw in one more before we go into the break here. Sure, Niall, we're already paying people to stay at home and their arses do nothing. So that'd be nothing new in any way. But for people who genuinely, who had jobs and then have to give them up to support children, that's no problem. You should pay them to stay at home. Well, you've got no problem with that. And as far as the taxes are concerned, as I said, we're already, our taxes are already there to pay people to stay at home or give TD pay rises. That's really what it's used for. Because the roads aren't fixed. There's nothing else being done in the country, let's be honest. Mmm. <laughs> He's just in everything there. But what about we going on there, wasn't there? All right, somebody's suggesting here in text, by the way, that stay-at-home parents are looked down upon by parents who are in careers. I've noticed that, by the way, and it's so wrong. If you choose to stay at home and rear your child, you're just as good as a person who decides to go back to work or to their career. I believe so, because I think what you're doing is a very important job. Uh, the number is 87 8 Alita, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Is that is that how you pronounce your name, by the way, Alita? Am I getting yes, it right? Yes, okay. yes. So, so <laughs> you're, you're a stay-at-home mum? I am. And how many how many children have you got? Just the one? Two? I have four. I have four. Four? Okay, busy woman. Okay. This woman, yes. So I'm just in the car with the kids at the moment. <laughs> okay, and what, what's the age group? So what's the age range? It's the 12, 11, 3 and 1. Okay, so you had a bit of a gap there between the 3 and the 11-year-old. You took a break for a while. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's a handful because, okay, the younger ones, of course, you're looking after at home. The other two are going back and forward to school. So there's a fair bit of work to be done, isn't there? 
Yeah, and all the after-school activities and yeah. doctor's appointments and everything. There is a lot of work, and um, and we chose to stay. I did choose to stay at home, and I did go back to work. Well, was that little gap between the kids? Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I had my tax credits building up. Of course, so, yeah. Because I think it's quite unfair that when you are choosing to stay at home or you have to stay at home, that you are um, counted as. Now, here's the thing in relation to that. Somebody told me a while ago, and I don't know how true it is, but if you were a stay-at-home mum or dad for that matter, and you decide to stay at home for a few years or whatever it happens to be while your kids are growing up, you can still go down to the social welfare and sign on for what they call credits. Uh, you won't get any money, but you can sign, but depending, I suppose, on your, that's means test as well, depends if your other half earns you know, a lot of money or whatever. But you can sign on for credits anyway, as far as I know to make sure you don't lose your yes, tax credits. I think so. But after, I think it's a mean test and all that. But, like it's, but I think because you are kind of um, sacrificing your career and things like that, you should not be kind of made to go and sign. Like, you know, that should be automatically. It should be automatic, the age, yes. Yeah. The school age. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking like, you know, that parents should be paid to stay at home. But I think just automatically be... Um, signed on for the credit. So it's to be recognised as the state as, be, as a job. It's a job, exactly. It okay. doesn't have to be a full pay job. But um And do you do you find do do you find that say with other mothers uh, who may have gone back to work, for example, or have careers or whatever it is, do you think they look down upon people who stay at home? I think they do. I think there is a little bit of that, like, you know, because even with the Sometimes, like, you know, the, the, the school chats, you know, the, the mothers and all this, and like, oh, I'm working, I cannot do this. Like, you know, maybe some of the other moms who are staying at home as if uh, doing nothing. As if you do nothing all day. Yeah. <laughs> She's loads of time. Elisa there, she'll do it. She's loads of time on her hands. <laughs> exactly, yes. yeah. yeah. So, um, so I suppose your day starts, what time does your day start at? Oh, it starts at half six in the morning, getting up the older two and getting them to school. And my husband sometimes can bring them to school but then if not I have to and then drag the little ones along with me and then the preschool for for uh, another child and then pick ups and so I just picked up my um, three year old now I'm going to pick up my okay. another two from school so it's just non-stop Okay so and you don't be hanging around restaurants drinking lattes all day or anything like that somebody suggested <laughs> earlier on <laughs> you wish no, you wish it'll be all, I wish exactly <laughs> yeah. Okay and, and in relation to what has been suggested and, and there are people out there going well hold on for a second Alina you made a choice you wanted to have four children that's your problem you know you look after them you pay for it yourself and you know why should the state have to give you any money or fund you at all? And by the way, I know you're not asking for it. I'm just, I'm just saying the suggestion that the I state know, yeah. should pay people. I mean, should the state give people a few quid? Uh, you know, because I mean, I, I believe in the long term it benefits society. I think this should. Be, I think this family numbers are getting so much smaller, and our population is getting smaller. So I think people having kids should be kind of. Not rewarded, but should be encouraged. Kind of encouraged. Yes. yes. Yeah. I know, and there is the few that abuse the system, and you know, mm, get more than they 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 need. But um, but I think that definitely our society is, is is getting much smaller. So I think we should praise the families who want to have more kids and mm. and not go look down on them. And then there's families who can't, the couples who can't have the kids. And yeah. I know, and then there's people who choose not to have kids. I mean, even, having, I, even having four children nowadays is unusual. 
most would be the average. I think is two nowadays, and you know some it's people it, might yeah, say four. It's, is more and unusual compared to the compared to other families before, like you know thirty years ago. There'll be always the big families. Oh yeah. And go back to the same point that the, the your previous caller was saying about like you know his father was going to work and his mother was at home all the time. But that's because before the reform of the tax credit, because. Mm beforehand, the woman was able to give all her tax credits to the husband so he was going to be able to go to work and not pay as much tax as they have to pay now. And I don't understand why that can happen, because I know because when I was married, um, you know, my, my ex-wife was a stay-at-home parent, and I only got, I think it was €800 Euro per year I would get for what they call a stay-at-home dependent, okay? And I could never understand why am I not allowed yours her say sixteen thousand you know uh, tax credit. Why am I not allowed to use that? Because she's not using it. So why can't I use it? And, and the same with your husband. Why can't he use your tax credit? Exactly. If I want to give to him, because like we were being on a tax, you know, in the office and ring them and revenue and asking, because I was it was quite bizarre at the start when we found out it was so like you know this is just it's such a little a simple fix to yeah. your problem. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I, I know as a self-employed person, you can claim for a stay-at-home dependent, I think it's 800 quid a year, you can stay. You can claim a credit of 800 quid a year for stay-at-home parent, but that's all you can claim, nothing else. And it, it is a bit ridiculous. You're probably, from a financial point of view in this country, you're better off not getting married, um, if you know what I mean. You, you benefit, <laughs> you're, you financially benefit, well, you've, there's a lot more benefits available to you if you're not married, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, they take a lot away from you when you get married. But stay there, Elisa, if you can. Let me go to John as well. John, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, John? How you doing, Ian? Uh, John, I mean, you know, they're your kids. You have them. Why should everybody else pay for them? I suppose that's going to be your attitude now, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> what else you think I was going to say? <laughs> well, I, I had a funny feeling that was what you were going to say, John, but go on. What, did you tell me you was going to have a change of heart and go, oh, yeah. Well, well I thought you would have been using your logic. And, and you know, see... Elisa, for example, has four children, right? And yeah. those children will grow up to be taxpayers, I hope. Uh, they will grow up to be well-rounded individuals who will grow benefit this. Co- They'll be on the dole as well. Well, they could, yeah, but I hope not. <laughs> but they will grow up, uh, you know, to be a benefit to the country, right? Or to some other country, possibly. It doesn't matter where they happen to end yeah. up, where they happen to go, where they might want to leave the country, might want to go somewhere else. Okay, But that's the whole that's point true. is they will benefit somebody somewhere along the line. And yeah. so, in other words, we're doing a service for society. So women like Elisa, or men that stay at home, which is primarily women that stay at home, but men who stay at home as well, we're doing a service. They are, because we're, we're freeing up a childcare space. She's also freeing up a job. So there's a job out there that Elisa is not in at the moment that somebody else is doing. So, in other words, they're freeing up employment. So there's a lot of benefits to actually encouraging people to stay at home for the formative years of a child's life. I'm not saying till the child is 21, till they're seven. That's kind of an accepted age uh, as formative years of a child's life. I don't see the harm in it, John. I do, because the bottom line here is, Niall, if you have a... As you already said, and I think some of your callers have already said, when you're going to start out in a family, you plan for the family. Yep. Can you can you afford that family? Can you afford to have the child? Yep. Can you afford to have that ch- two children? Can you have, afford to have three or four children? You don't pop them out and say, right, the state look after them or the taxpayer look after well, them. The, the the well, well, John, you, you have... recognise the Constitution, don't you? I do. Yeah, the Constitution. I'm going to read it out for you again, OK? Oh, go on. You're going to slap me with the Constitution. The, sta- <laughs> the state <laughs> shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of the duties that are home. Now, that's old school thinking, right? But in saying that, it makes a lot of sense. In other words, that Alita 
if she can't afford to stay at home, the state should fund her to stay at home because by economic necessity, she shouldn't have to go to work if she wants to stay at home and raise her children. That's what the Constitution says. Did and the if the government don't do that, she can say, sue them. Did the, did the Constitution <laughs> also say that the taxpayer is also duly responsible to pay for Well, the taxpayer is the state, you clown. No, no, no. I mean, did the people of those days actually say that no, no, comes no. After us, that they're responsible? Well, they are, because you are the taxpayer. You are the state. You're the taxpayer. The, the, the government don't have... It's not like Leo and Michal are going to take the money out of their own pockets. You're the, you're the taxpayer. You're the state. So, I mean, so I see, John, think logically here. I, I well, understand I'm what you're saying, and I agree with you, by the way. taxpayer in the country now today, and the Constitution says we were going to... You know, look after every child equally and free and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. all that stuff. But here's the point about it. If you have a family, the responsibility is on you to know whether you can afford that family. And I don't think that says that in the Constitution either. Well, but, but that's exactly what that line says. And I understand and I agree with everything you're saying. You should always plan. Don't be having children if you can't afford that's them, etc., etc. Et yeah, but... And it, the Constitution doesn't say that now, does it? Yeah, but the Constitution does say that Lita, as a woman living in this country, should not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of her duties in the home. In other words... If Alita runs short and says to her husband, sorry, Alita, I'm talking about you in the third party here. But, but, <laughs> but if Alita turns around to her husband next week, let's say for her husband changes career and he, his wages go down by 20% and they have a conversation in the house and Alita says to her husband, listen, we can't afford for me to stay at home. I have to go back to work. Otherwise, we just can't afford the basics. According to the Constitution, she shouldn't have to make that decision. The state should fund her. That's what the Constitution the says. Yeah, the state should fund her and the taxpayer should fund her. As you rightly pointed out, the yeah. taxpayer is yeah. also funding these, uh, these Every women. woman in Ireland could probably sue the state, by the way. To stay at home. It's not just women. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is you're saying that the state is saying to everybody today, right, we have to roll with the idea that women now can have a child and get the state and get the taxpayer, whoever is working out there today, that can pay for those children. Uh, well, I think it should be means tested. But I mean, Elisa, can I ask you, do you just briefly, yeah. do you... Do you think that a woman by economic necessity, in other words, if she doesn't have the money, do you think the state, well, the state does fund, by the way, obviously single parents and stuff like that as well. But yeah, do, you think, do you think the state should, you know, intervene and say, Elita, it's OK, you don't have to go back to work. Like a family income supplement, we'll give you a few quid to make sure you can stay at home. I think it should be definitely mean tested. OK, so depending on what your other half earns. Exactly, yes. And another half is paying taxes. He's the taxpayer. So, like, you know, when other gentlemen saying, like, um, Eight and taxpayers and everything like normally, you know, the the spouse is a taxpayer as well. So he's, mm. you know, he's working of and course. contributing to that as well. So it's not like you know you're just taking from somebody stranger, odds from strangers, and you're giving it to the to the families. Like you know, their the grandparents are taxpayers, the the, the fathers are, the, the mothers who ever choose to go back to work, they're old. You know, they. Absolutely. Yeah, and by the way, can I say the one great thing that's come out of this conversation today, thank you, John, by the way, uh, Elisa, is what you said about being able to use your partner's tax credits. And I'm going to look into that, find out a bit more about it and ask the right people about that question. Because for years, I've wondered exactly the same thing. Why, when you're sitting at home looking after your children, your husband can't use all of your tax credits for whatever period you decide or consent for him to do that. Um, absolutely, I think it's a great question. Uh, one or two uh, WhatsApp messages coming in. Thank you, Elisa. Thank you to everybody else as well. Got involved there as well. Hi, Niall. Uh, I'm Helen from Galway. Hi, Helen. I was listening to the show there about uh, parents getting paid to stay at home to mind their children. 
Well, in my case, I would not be able to afford that. I have a daughter going to college. I don't get any allowance for that from the Susie Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, I have a car that will need servicing if something goes wrong with the car. How am I going to pay that if myself and my husband aren't working? We can't go on a holiday this year because all my money is going towards my children in their fund, in in their funding. They like to do tennis, music. Mm. That's priority. You give them all you can before... Um, before you can just sit at sit at home and expect to get paid at home. Thanks, Niall. Well, Helen, you just sound to me like a really good parent. Niall, how are you doing? Make a taxi, man. Niall, um, if you have a stay-at-home mother, uh, or a stay-at-home father, but if you have a mother staying at home and the father's out walking, uh, rather than pay her, why not give him more tax credits so that he can actually take home more pay? Um, and that would probably benefit them more than actually... Uh, giving her a wage, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Might yeah. be better. Uh, that's exactly what we were saying earlier on. Sorry, Tara, we're getting back to you now. We lost you there for a second. I think you ab- abandoned me, did you? Yes, I did. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you there. So my little boy, he's um, six months old. Congratulations. So thank you very much. In the next week or so, um, my maternity pay is going to cease. Okay. Um, and I have taken the decision that I want to be with him for, I don't know, did you call it the... A formative years? Formative, no, formative years of his life, yeah. yes. Yeah. So maybe not till seven, but until, you know, kind of definitely for the the next year or two. I'm kind of thinking until he goes to school. Okay. Um, partly because I was working part-time before the pandemic. So if I was to go back working part-time, um, even to be honest, if I was to go back working full-time, it wouldn't cover a crash. No. Um, so there would be so no financial benefit to no, it. No. No, and, and I'd probably have to put money towards it. And so then part of me is thinking, well, why am I paying a stranger to essentially raise and look after my child mm. when I can do it at home uh, myself? Yeah. So, and you do, know, do you like, by the way, can I ask you a question? Do you like being yeah. a mother? Do you, are you enjoying, it. Are you enjoying it. it as much as you thought you might? Yes, yeah, like the, okay. the disrupted sleep at night, it does, you kind of sometimes, like in the thralls of it, you're like, oh my God, I just wish he'd sleep a bit longer. <laughs> but I wake up every morning and he's just a blessing and a joy and I don't want to miss any second Okay, at all. and you know what? Yeah. You know, you're absolutely 100% right. And if I, I mean, my kids now, my youngest is, you know, in her 20s now. And uh, I have three kids, They're, my oldest is 25 if I could do it all again and have them all as babies and mm-hmm. I remember all that time, you know, I would absolutely love to do that again. But in saying that, they do grow up, so value yeah. them when they're small and all those little milestone moments when they take their first step, say their first word, you know, yeah. eat their first solids, whatever it happens to be, those mi- or yeah. maybe sleep through the night for the first time. All, <laughs> that, all those, you will value every single one of those moments and when they get older, they're the moments you'll remember, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're the no, ones. definitely. Yeah. And I don't want to miss... Uh, no money is worth missing any of that. No. No, I, mean? I agree with you. So here's the thing. Should the state, you know, if you say... Now, you can obviously afford it at the moment uh, for whatever reason. I, I, I don't want to know your personal financial circumstances, but obviously you have a partner or you have somebody helping you along the way there. So you can afford it. But if you couldn't afford it, 
Do you believe the state should give you money and say, well, look, here, here you go, Tara, we will give you, you know, money every week to stay at home because essentially you're freeing up a job um, you're saving yeah. the state money in childcare costs. So would, do you believe that you should be paid? It's just such a, it's such a tricky one because I feel like the childcare situation, which I know isn't the topic that you're on, but like that is absolutely crazy. So I'm not surprised people can't afford it. So yeah. like, is you know like what is the state going to give you in that in that scenario mm-hmm. that is the equivalent of like you know your work or stay yeah. or like the value of being a stay at home mom do you know like is it going to be the the cost of a crash mm-hmm. you know like i'm kind of yeah just that the crashes are are crazy like i know a girl i know she'll be sending two and so that's Twenty two hundred, I think. Oh, that's like a mortgage. Um, it's like a mortgage, yeah. A month, yeah, and they have a mortgage. Yeah. So you know, like that's absolutely crazy. So you know, but of course, there, so there are women that have to go back to work mm-hmm. for financial reasons, and I'm assuming that those women are earning more than what a crash is costing. Yeah, but he, but here's the thing, right? Even if you you were going back to say a job that paid a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, say, you know, a career that paid a, a huge amount of money. When I say a huge, you know, a better say than your your partner. Would you still like to stay at home and raise your child? Me personally, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. And, and this is what I mean. This is what this research from Solace said a few years ago that they asked women who had gone back to work after maternity leave, if you could get the same money, would you stay at home and raise your child? And, they all, and most of them all said, yes, they would love to do that. And I think primarily we, we want to do that. Be you male or female, yeah. primarily it seems to be female, obviously. But be you male or female, I think we want to be there for our children because that's what a child wants is love. That's all they want. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. want anything else. You know what I mean? They want their family. They want love from around from yeah. their family. And I know they'll get care and joy and happiness, you know, with a child minder and all that as well. Yeah. Um, and it is up to the individual family, but... Yeah, like okay. being being paid to stay at home, it's it's just like you know what somebody. It's so funny because what somebody else will live on would be so much to me. You know, like I no, no, I I, got, I, got, I completely get it, and I'm sorry I've run right out of time, Tara, but I have, I get it, and I and I appreciate you coming on the air, and best of luck by the way with your little baby over the next few years staying at home. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.